y'all. Uh, we're backstage at the Bluebird, as we are every Friday. I am Johnny Ellis, and with me, as always, is Mr. Andrew Jones. Hello there. Welcome. My name is Englishman. <laughs> Englishman? That's your name? Englishman. Englishman. My name is Englishman. <laughs> um, and we are here talking uh, Season 2, Episode 6 of Nashville entitled it must be you it must be you in glishman um directed it, by but it Higgins. might be you johnny ellis <laughs> oh don't open that door um directed by kate woods her first and only episode uh she's directed uh on bones revenge agents of shield and many many more I'm things i'm surprised about bones given some of the last sequence in this episode <laughs> um and written by uh, Monica Mesa, first of uh, six episodes. Um, she's produced uh, 33 episodes from seasons two, three, and four. Um, and she was a staff writer for Lost season one, the good season. What happened after that? What happened after Lost season one? So, yeah, what happened for her? Did she get found? Oh. <laughs> uh, she also wrote for uh, Prison Break. So oh, get out. Touche. Touche. Um, and I, whenever I do uh, notes for these... Uh, and you do I, them so frequently. I do. I do indeed. Um, I always check, you know, what's what's the title after. So I, I Googled a title and put country song afterwards to see. You know, it's got to be after some sort of country song. Oh, you think I it's could... country song, not bluegrass, not uh, urban jazz? Well, yeah, that's what I always assume. Um, and I did it this time, and no, no song came up on Google. So then I went on to Spotify, uh, and it turns out it's a Dolly Parton song. <gasps> I know. Isn't that sweet? But but the, the, the internet didn't give you that information? Yeah, it's weird. But it's not one of her famous songs, is it? I mean, mm, yeah, it mustn't be, yeah. It's not what we all know as her most famous song, of course. Do you want to sing vaccine. it with me? Do you want to sing it with me? All right, go on. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. 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 Um, so let's get into the episode, shall we? Um, Raina is being interviewed by Robin Roberts. Who? Um, Robin Roberts. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just all the Robs. <laughs> they robbed the, robbed the Rob store when they gave her that name. <laughs> Um, and they're talking about uh, Daddy, because Daddy got uh, arrested. Now, who's Robin week. Roberts? Robin Roberts is, uh, is a TV host. So it's I, a TV know... interview being happening. No, it's not just she's talking to someone, randomly. Oh, yeah, sorry. She's it's been a TV interview. By... Yeah, sorry, I do apologize. She's been interviewed by Robin Roberts, because Robin Roberts interviews people. With Glenn? Um, Bucky. 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 By the Glenn side. is... Glenn is, um, Glenn's Juliet's. Oh, I wish there was like a, you know, Glenniette. Um, <laughs> Bucker. Glenniette. Bucker. You I'm mother trying, Bucker. I'm trying to make a fun uh, couple name, but uh, we won't ever talk about couple names again. Oh, well, you say that. I um, do say that, because <laughs> it's what I mean. Um, okay. um, yeah, when I were talking about uh, Daddy, who got arrested last week, um, he's an ethical man. Uh, says Raina, and she believes he's innocent until proven proven guilty. Daddy, um, ethical. <laughs> Daddy, ethical. Is that ethical? C O O L. Of course it is. Yeah, I'm not saying um, he's ethical. I'm just saying he's ethical. <laughs> and I'm um, Englishman. Raina says uh, she's doing great. Um, you know. Uh, once you go through something like that, it gives you a new perspective. She's got Scarlet here with her. Oh, really? Um, and you know, she's 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 doing great. She's her, her career's on the up and up. She's she's bringing she's got new... one person on her imprint after yeah. she was yeah, having two early people days. on her imprint and uh... early days. Um, and uh, Robin Roberts says, "Well, is there any time for romance? If you're so busy." Uh, it begs the question, is there any time for romance? But uh, Raina says no comment. Because he doesn't beg nothing the question. To comment. That's <laughs> rude to ask. There's nothing to comment on. Um, 
Now we're with uh, Deacon. He's playing piano because he can't play guitar still. That damn hand of his. Damn hand. Um, busted. So he's playing piano one-handedly. Yep. Uh, well, play no, piano, we should say. He can play piano with both ha- both hands. But he couldn't piano. before. <laughs> um, he's um he's singing the new song he's he's writing called uh, "You're You're the Kind of Trouble," which we only hear a bit of, but sounds nice. You like sounds it? Good. I like yeah. it. I like I, I like piano good. deacon. It's so comfortable. Yeah. Um, he wears it well. And Megan Vernoy, the lawyer, turns up. Well, she's uh, she's already there, but she's in the background. She's, she's not vernoying. <laughs> um. <laughs> And um, now this is a blink and you'll miss it kind of line. But she says, "Sue's here, my best friend. (laughs) You'll seem to be best friend again, Sue." She says, "Um, her her firm is co-sponsoring the Bell Mead Invitational Polo Match, which we never hear of again." Yeah, that's a weird thing. It's like uh, they they do a slobs versus snobs thing. They talk Um, about that, but uh, it's just like, okay, I guess it's you know, you're a bit high society, I'm a bit low society. But uh, in this house, we'll just hang out. And that's kind of sweet to get a sense of. That's that's all that's saying. It's setting up uh, yeah. two different worlds united. Music City and uh, Nashville, the state. Well, um, Deacon says, you know, that sounds great. But um, I have got a root canal I'm going to book myself in for. He's doing jokes. Bu- He's doing jokes because it does sound like it's about a bad thing. I would hate... If, you know, that I was invited, or even if I clicked uh, accept onto a TV episode and it was mostly set at a polo game. That would be awful. I'd rather it be set at a root canal game. Um, well, she says, you know, it's for work, so she can't not go. But he yeah. says, you know, I, I can not go, so I'm not going to go. Um, so she says, well, OK, I'm going to ask somebody else then. Uh, the fact, the thing is, is uh, Deacon, Deacon's lines here, by the way, we should say. Yeah, Un- unscripted, entirely improvised. Oh yeah, classic Chip Eston. This moment, this is a Chip mm-hmm. Eston scene. I mean, whose line would it be anyway? Chips. Um. <laughs> so uh, she says, I'll, "I'll ask someone else then." And he says, "Okay, well, is there someone else?" And he says, "Would you care if there is?" And he says, "Nope." And she says, "Me neither." I think this is a real. He says, "She should see." She should. She should see. It's a. Try saying that. Go on, try. It's a real he said, she said scene. <laughs> Boom! Aha! Ee hee! i high. It's a real he said, she said scene. What's so hard about that? He said scene. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Where do they sell um, seashells, though? <laughs> um, Raina is with Scarlet, and she's telling him, don't, don't let Jeff get under your skin. Um... She's um, booked Scarlet as a blue uh, a featured performer at the Bluebirds tomorrow night. Hey! Um, she's going to get. I'll be honest, I'm not going to on the schedule. <laughs> well, no, but we always leave a gap open for anything Raina wants. We, we also Raina have gets. a chair open for Elijah, so yeah. Yeah. Um, she says. Uh, so she says, yeah, you're going to be a featured performer at the Bluebird tomorrow night. We're going to get you reviewed. We're going to get a fan base before you step into the studio. Um, and we're going to hopefully get you booked as an opener for a tour as well. Tour. Um, yep. What are they? Um, meanwhile, Jeff is trying to call. He wants to know uh, when he's going to get his buyout offer. That, who's, who's uh, Jeff? Who's Jeff? Jeff Fordham. Remind me what his uh, his uh, place of uh, degree is. Oh, degrees don't matter. He's the he's the uh, the the owner of. Uh, Edge Hill Records now. Okay, but like, uh, well, I want to I know some bit more career history. What I mean, kind of, counts, uh, what, what would you count being, as his hobby? Bean counting. Okay, and uh, where would he find, where would you use to find him <laughs> counting beans? Like in his, uh, really in his, his, it, his young adult life. He's, <laughs> as, as mentioned in a throwaway line about five episodes ago, he's a, he's a, Harvard bean counter. Ah, park the car at Harvard Yards. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, uh, he wants to know when he's going to be getting his buyout for that. Um, that Rayner threatened him with. Yeah. Um, but obviously plans have changed since uh, oh, wow. Daddy's assets got frozen. Well, go fund me. Yeah. Well, that's there's an idea. Um, so he's going to get it when he gets it. Um, you know. Um. He's never no one... gonna get it, never gonna get it. 
no one wants to take a chance on Scarlett, apparently. Uh, there's been no offers for her to, to I was going to say headline, um, to, to open. open for a tour. That can't um, be true. But uh, that can't Raina, be true whatsoever. There must be someone out there who, I mean, there are comedians who will take a musical act. Well, <laughs> Raina says, um, how about we, uh, we ask Chris Julia. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> no chance can't be saved. <laughs> um, Raina says, how about we ask Juliet? Because it's not like she already has Will Lexington and Layla Grant uh, opening for her. Like, if she gets some, one more person, she's going to have time for, like, one song when she finally gets up on stage. I think Juliet likes that idea. That's true. Because, you know, that song is going to be one of the ones she's thought out carefully. It's like, this is my adult song. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, speaking Wap. of Juliet, um, she has been invited to something. You'll never guess what she's been invited to. Uh, something that's called, invitational. Is it a date? She, she's been invited to the Bellmead oh. Invitational Polo Match. Bellmead? That sounds familiar. I think they mentioned it earlier. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very Like throwaway. a throwaway line? Yeah. Oh, is um, it near Harvard? <laughs> probably is, to be honest. Um, Close to Harvard and Music City. <laughs> um, and she's surprised, because the society types don't usually like her kind. Um, but What's her kind? The, um, you know... I don't know, that's why I Singers. Do I. Uh, <laughs> singers? They don't like Singers. Um, how, do, but, how do they feel about the music men who used to play guitar and now only play piano? Oh, everyone loves those. Okay, good. Of course, everyone loves those. Well, how about if uh, caveat they used to have a great dog and decided to just give it away? I mean, everyone loves those. Everyone? Yeah, I yeah, love them. You love them. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, do I not love them? You do oh. not love them, but you do. Of course, I do. But the um, but Juliet's uh, invitation is handwritten, so it's definitely in, in a proper invitation. Who hand wrote it though? <gasps> we'll find out soon. Well, not oh, too well. soon. Um, but she says, you know, if, if Nashville's old money wants to rub elbows, who is she to deny? Um, but now she's got to figure out what what do you wear to a polo match? What what do you wear to a polo? What would you wear to a polo match? Um, I would probably wear nothing, and then say, "Hey, ride this." <laughs> I call myself the new horseman. <laughs> the new horseman. Yeah, I'm okay. Englishman now. I'm new horseman. Right. Okay. Um, Teddy is uh, announcing the Music City Teddy, Music Festival. Teddy. 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 Uh, Teddy. What's his mayor? Teddy. Who? Mayor. Oh, Mr. Mayor. Mayor, Ted Danson. Yes, Teddy sure. Danson, of course, Mr. Mayor. Um, <laughs> he's um he's announcing the Music City Music Festival. Rolls off the tongue. Um, but all the journalists want to what know. What if this is... was a town which they banned music? It would just be the City Festival. And how boring would that be? I know. It's a good thing it's not. This girl's not involved. Um, but all the journalists, all the journalists want to know is if uh. Teddy knew about Daddy. Um, Is that all they want to know? That's what well, one of them wants to know. One of them, but, you know, everyone seems to be listening intently. Oh, yeah, it's a press conference. They've got nothing else to do. <laughs> and he says, you know, the f- uh, fundraising from the campaign was by the book. Um, and <laughs> The scumbag <about> book. <laughs> um, and then the next question is, uh, what about this uh, wedding with Pay? You've... you've had no public comments on See, it. See, everyone wants to know about that. Because um, he uh, said he hasn't got a relationship with her a couple of weeks ago. And now, suddenly, he's like, oops, marriage. <laughs> oops, marriage. Oops, marriage. You know, the um, classic, you know, the accidental husband and the Uma Therma situation we all know about. Well, um... You know, that's my name, Uma Therma. It's going to be happening next week in a private ceremony. So that's exciting. Apparently. Oh, so in next week's episode of the show, we're going to have a one episode, which is just a private ceremony. So we'll be there watching Doors, hoping to hear like cheers and a moment of uh, muzzle tough. That's the entire <laughs> episode. I, I wouldn't um, be surprised. Join us next week. Entire, that. That's the entire episode. It's just behind closed doors. And we don't get to see. <laughs> Experimental. Uh, 
Nashville can experiment if it wants to at this point. I'd like to experiment with Nashville. Well, um, now we're with the um, Gloover Barback Bachelor Boys. Bungalow Boys. Bungalow Boys. They're not yep. Bachelor Boys. Bachelor Bungalow Boys. They're not going to be Barback. Bachelor Boys for much longer. Gloover. Let me tell you that. Anything else begin with B. Um, Avery and Gunner, they are listening to the end of Gunner's song, uh, That's What I Do. Um, That's what I do. That's what I do. And as Gunner says, and we all agree, it sounds great. That's why I'm not going to ask you what you think of it, because Gunner's already told us it sounds great. And your silence is agreement. Yeah, Um, well, I've not been asked, so I'm not going to respond. (laughs) I'm a very stubborn Grishman. And Avery says to Gunner, you know, you and Zoe work pretty well together. Uh, but well together. says, I think we should have that. That should just be a one-time thing. Um, because, you know, I've already slept with her otherwise, now. So. Oh, oh. Yeah. I was going to say, otherwise, you know, you're going to have like a three-person performance art piece. And if you have that, you can't have a good, good girl in there. Otherwise, <laughs> that cuts out half your sister's sales. Exactly. Um, drives. If it was the um, white man, it would have sold twice as many records. Well, speaking of um, speaking of good good girls, uh, Scarlet pops by. Um, Gunner quickly leaves, and uh, Scarlet turns out she called. She gave uh, Avery a call. She she sounded rattled on the phone because she's nervous. She's got the Bluebirds uh, gig coming up, um, and the critics and the tour. Critics um, and the tour. And she wanted to talk to Avery about it because you know she cares about because Avery's dealt with critics and tours before. She wants she As wants Rody, Avery to help. The roadie knows what well, the roadie knows. The roadie knows that he's a bar back now. <laughs> Isn't that cute, though? Is it? Yeah, Scarlet and Avery back together. Not back together no. because uh, Avery cheated on Scarlet, so uh, they can never go back together. <laughs> they, Journey. Let me tell you, are never, ever, ever getting back together. Okay. Um... Well, the news on TV is saying that Daddy has pleaded not guilty in court. Um, it's weird that Raina... the TV reporting is also referred to him as Daddy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's confusing because this is nation. This is a nationwide broadcast, yeah. and I guess I, Lamar Wyatt is nation's daddy. Yes, um, <laughs> he's he's the world's daddy. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where does Tom Hanks land then? Uh, he's the creepy uncle now. What about Jude Law? We all know Jude Law is daddy. <laughs> um, Brainer wants to believe that daddy's innocent, but uh, you know it doesn't surprise her. Um, she's she's hanging out with uh, with Tandy, another little sister catch up, which I love these. Um, you know. Um, Rain was trying to build a business, um, and Tandy says you've got to be passionate about what you're doing, and you've got to talk to the right people. Where would you find the right people? Where would Where you find, you find people? the right people in Nashville? I don't know if you heard, but would you have to go, go to Harvard Yard? <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but there's a Bell Mead and Invitational Polo match today. Now you've you've mentioned this now. Yeah, it feels like I would have liked you to have set this up a bit earlier. There's a polo match that's happening today? Today. Yeah. No build-up whatsoever? You're just dropping a polo match on me? I, th- I think I mentioned it a couple of times. But you I, would have, I would have definitely remembered. <laughs> Bellevue Hospital? Coca-Cola yep. match? <laughs> Bellevue Hospital. Is that what you yep. just said? Bellmead Invitational Polo that, Match. See, see, it's not sticking because you never mentioned it. Before, <laughs> so it's, it, you just knocked me down on my knees. You just, you've literally knocked the wind out of me and taken me out the knees. But it's a big hat event, and Raina loves big hat events. Raina loves big hat events. Is that because she's got a big head? <laughs> Going to cover Maybe. it up? Maybe. Um, well, it's probably it covers up the vocal cords, doesn't it? <laughs> and when it's... she couldn't sing for a day. Oh yeah. Tough times. Tough so times. much drama going on in this show. Um... Yeah, it's, it's the opposite of Mary J. Blige's best situation. She has no more drama in her life. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's polo match time. Um... Raina turns up and straight away, Mina, Mina and Patty want to get a picture with Raina. Yeah. Um, and Patty. and 
and someone else wants some autographs. Who's the other one? Um, We've got Mina and Pato. We both know them now. They're our best friends. Yeah, the other person, we never get their name. They just say, oh, excuse me, can I get an autograph? No, no, no. Yeah. The show may never get their name, Johnny, but uh, you, who uh, has been to Music City, knows oh, this person intimately. It's Jeff. Jeff? Yeah. Jeff. That's your Jeff Fordham in disguise. He's got a moustache on. the bean counter is yeah. hiding in disguise at a polo match. <laughs> polo match. So, um, that's it. But, um, so Reina... The Belmede uh, Invitational polo match. <laughs> Reina gets her picture with um, Mirna and Patty. They walk away and she's signing autographs, but she says, oh... five in the background. <laughs> she says, um... I'm going to holler at you later because there's something I want to talk to you about, Mina and Patty. Um, holler um, at you, mate. Yeah. Not holler kindly to you, but literally yell at you. Yep. All of Daddy's uh, friends and his enemies are here today, apparently. Well, I mean, what's a friend if it's not an enemy in disguise? Exactly. Um, Juliet has turned up because she's all excited. She's been invited to this place, you know. And do you know who else is there? Uh, based on everything you've already said about people just randomly popping up, I'm going to go ahead and say drama from Entourage. No. No more drama? No, no more drama. Um, Charlie is there. Charlie, Charlie Wentworth. Excellent. Remember a few a week or two ago, um, uh, Juliet played at a private ceremony for their anniversary for Charlie and uh, oh, Olivia's the anniversary. Couple. Yes. A poor homeless couple who was squatting the, on a piece the couple of that, A couple of that People magazine uh, voted Said the world's most interesting mo- couple. Mo- most most poor couple. Most it's weird that people decided to focus on poverty. It was a poverty edition. Most interesting couple. King and so queen of homeless encampments. So interesting they've got their own name, which you instantly gagged at. The, the, yeah, their name is being Belmont? Nope. Do you want to go on? I, I dare you to say the name. Tell everyone what... what um, uh, Charlie, so Charlie and Olivia Regatta. Their <laughs> own name is... Oh, Rigatoni Pasta. <laughs> Lemoncella? No, fine, I'll Coach tell. Uh, their Jill name Ella? is Charlivia. <laughs> What's wrong with Charlivia? Oh. Just say the word daddy instead, that's better. I'm going to say Charlivia from oh. now on. Um, <laughs> well, it turns out Charlie's there because he's playing polo. He's going to be playing on the match. Um, Charlie, part of Charlivia. Oh. Um, and turns out he was the one that sent the invite to Juliet. How do you afford that? <laughs> Did he do something to get a stamp? I mean... Very handy? Yeah, probably. <laughs> and Olivia's there too. So Charlivia is there. Because Charlie's there and Olivia's there. So yeah, that means Charlivia no, no. is there. These um, two individual poor people are together. Olivia doesn't know anyone there though. Except, well, now she knows um, Juliet. Well, I think she knows her husband. Yeah, she doesn't know her husband. Part of her, Charlivia. No. Um... But she knows uh, Juliet now, so now she wants to just hang out with Juliet. Does she know Juliet? Doesn't know anyone else. Well, yeah, she hired Juliet, so she's going to hire her she... again oh, to hang yeah. out with her. I've been hired by people before, and I can tell you they do not know me. <laughs> Does she know oh, her she... biblically? <laughs> biblically? Yes. How do you know someone biblically? I think you know how you know someone biblically. <laughs> well, I think uh, Charlie knows her biblically then. Let me tell you, Charlie, we... Do yeah. not know each other biblically. <laughs> yet. Um, and now we get the uh, the title. Finale. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so this polo match is happening in Nashville? It is indeed. Oh, I would have polo thought it was happening um, in Charlie... uh, upstate New York. <laughs> Lights will inspire you. Is that what you were going to... Well, that's in the city. That's the Empire State of Mind. I'm, oh, right. I'm more focused on yeah, skills. Um, well, hey, guess who else is at the polo match? Oh, come on. You've, you've already named, like, five people. Yeah. How many more people can be invited to one match? Deacon's there. He's turned up. There's no root canal. But yeah, he's going to yeah. be in serious pain. 
Turns out Megan Benoit lawyer didn't um, didn't bring anyone else with her in, either, because she had a feeling he'd come. And so, um, so so she was invited. She said, "Come with me," and he said, "No." But he still turned up anyway, despite not being invited himself. Yeah. To yeah. the Invitational. Yeah. How'd he get he, in? He said, "I'm I'm Deacon Claiborne, damn it!" And they said, and they oh, said "I'm so sorry." They looked at him. We're just and, all uh, flustered because it was Jim and Charlie. He goes, "Who?" <laughs> Um, uh, Megan Vinoy, lawyer, uh, is having dinner with the firm's partners later. Later, later. Um, she walks off. Later, she says to Deacon, join, you know, join us for dinner with the firm's partners. Later, um, <laughs> he says, all right, but no snails and no sushi, which is a good call to be honest. Yeah, I don't um, understand this though. Why would you have sushi snail? Why not? Because it's still alive. True. You want to cook that snail? <laughs> Make it turbo. Would you eat turbo? Um, Rainer is um is. Would you eat around. turbo's brother, Paul Giamatti? They no. keep confusing him with uh, being Turbo's girlfriend because they have a connection. <laughs> so the human's like, "Oh, this must be your girlfriend," and they, you know, they misgender him the entire <laughs> film. That's the joke. Is like, what if uh, Paul Giamatti was actually a woman? That's the joke. Put yeah. lipstick on a snail. Ha, 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 ha. Good time. Um, Good time. Well, and also the idea that uh, incest is funny. Would you eat Paul Giamatti snail? Who would have thought we'd talk about uh, Turbo? Me. What you have to understand about Turbo is, wow, that snail is fast. <laughs> Raina is um is trying to talk uh, Highway 65 to everyone and anyone that passes her by. Um, if Turbo but... was set in Nashville, you'd like it. True. True. Um, Indiana, so. Business is making a head spin. But, oh, you'll never guess. Someone else has turned up. <laughs> guess who else is there? Look, at this point, it's got to be one of the horses, because otherwise there's too many well, humans and not enough horses. It is one of the horses. Two of the horses. Own... <gasps> oh. I this guy owns two of the horses. Uh, Luke Wheeler. Um, Wait, Luke hands off the wheeler? Yep. Luke Wheeler is there, and he's he's... He bumps into Raina and he's, he hangs out with her. And he says, She says, oh, I didn't think this would be your scene. But he says, No, I've got two horses. They're playing today. And he says, he, He's not fourth generation like she is because he saw that on a CMA special. Oh, really? Yeah. He's Wait, totally so awesome. fourth generation meaning great great grandparents? Yep, went to this very event. Founded the in, event? Probably. Maybe like some sort of uh, Dominic Toretto race war situation. <laughs> Join us every Friday for um, Fast Fridays coming soon. Month to go until we get two Friday pods. Um, well, um, Scarlet is still hanging out with Avery, uh, which is just adorable. And um, no, she not. and Avery says, "I don't know if you heard what happened with um, me and Dominic, Domino Dominic." But I cheated Dominic, on him as Dominic, well. He Dominic. says. I have um, cheating on all my best friends and lovers. <laughs> and she says, yeah, I already know it's a small town. Um, it's not a small town. How, wh- what would you say the city radius is? Having been... Um, and by city, I mean music city. Of course. A, few, a few short steps. Any hops and skips in there? Hop, skip and jump. Ooh, a jump. That's pretty yeah. wide. Yeah. I know people who have jumped triple and long. <laughs> And hi, so... Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, she says she already, she already knows about that. She says it's a small town. So what did she um, say? She already knows about that. No, she says a particular word, doesn't she? What? He says, uh, you know, you know, how, you know what happened with Dominic. He goes, yeah, we know yeah. this. Oh, God. Well. Third week in a row. <laughs> Third week in a row. Well done. Um... <laughs> And Avery says, you know, he blew, he blew a lot of good things last year. Yeah, uh, he wasn't mature enough to handle what he had. We know this. Um, and he said, he said he would do it differently if he had another chance. Ah, we do know um, this. He's still friends with Juliet, but he'd rather be a bluebird barback bungalow boy. He would like than to be a bungalow boy. Wear, than wear gold handcuffs, he says. I do not believe that to be true. I mean, if, look, gold... Always believe in your soul. (laughs) You have the power to know you're indestructible. 
But Scarlett understands. She you always believes in gold. <laughs> um, Charlie, one half of Charlivia, uh, is talking to Teddy, um, and he's <laughs> and he's heard about the um, the Music City Music Festival, um, and he says, you know, how maybe do we hear about this? Oh, it's the big news! Big news! And where? How? I thought it was a small town. Doors. I thought it was a private event. No, it was um, it was announced in a press conference. Yeah, a private event press conference where they were privately announcing that they were all being invited to a private event wedding as well. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, yes. Of course. Well, look, um, Robin Roberts was doing a, a major television interview whilst everyone else in the press was stuck backstage. <laughs> well, Charlie says, you know, maybe I'll jump on as a sponsor. Um. And Teddy says, yes, please. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, please. And he says, uh, very nice. Here, I've got Char- the contract already written up for you. Please sign it quickly. Okay, quickly. <laughs> and Charlie says, uh, how about, uh, how's this for an idea? Juliet could be your centerpiece. No, um, no, no. She's already been the centerpiece of the town once and that destroyed the statue, the telescope <laughs> statue. Yeah, that's true. Can't, can't do that again. There's, um, not enough, there's not enough iconic locations in Nashville for her to, to tear down or um, have shelved units to destroy kids in. And just as he's suggesting this, they pass by Juliet. And, what? Uh, and so, How you know, Juliet says, <laughs> Juliet says, what are you getting me involved in now? And Teddy says, do you want to be the centrepiece? And he, she says, yeah, sure. Just, you know, set up a meeting with my manager, Glenn. Um, and Sorry, we'll, we'll sort something out. And he walks off and uh, Charlie says to her, are you having fun? And she says, oh, you know, spending your day, spending my day with your wife is exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and then she says, yes, I would love to see your horse and walks off with him. But says, Julia? Julia. Julia. No, that's Olivia. That's next week. <laughs> Julia. Julia. Yeah, well, she's spending time with his wife right now. I'm just trying to oh, right, clear yeah. the, the, the couple name in case they become a couple and not a thruple. Right. Oh, thruple could be interesting. Olivia. Um, meanwhile, Zoe. Has, I don't have a problem uh, with Thrapple names. That's the thing. Zoe's I'm, with I'm um, broken. Zoe's with uh, Gunner, and um, she says who? Gunner. 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 Gunner Scott. Scott. Yeah. Um, remind me, what's his connection to Nashville? The show. Um, he is one of Nashville's greatest writers. Is he one of Nashville's greatest writers? Is he a he is. bluebird barback bungalow boy? He is that as well, but he's also a great. That's writer. important. That's what's most important about Gunnar Scott. But Zoe says, you know, you know, they slept together last week, but she what? says we can't do this again. She's um, a church girl because she broke the stupid girl code. Um, girl code. And the, she... the, girl, the girl code is, of course, don't sleep with Gunnar Scott. Yes, I, I don't think it's stupid, but at the same time, I do think it's stupid when people break it because don't sleep with Gunnar Scott people. <laughs> Please, um, wherever you are right now, in this very moment in time, or in the future, or even if you can travel back in the past, don't sleep with Gunnar Scott. Well, now uh, Zoe's feeling like a super slotty bad friend. Um, uh, she's not sleeping like that. She's feeling like she's slept with Gunnar Scott, which is just the worst thing in the world. And she says it's not just a code, it's about friendship. Her friendship with Scarlet, who can never find out what happened. So Why not? Because, you know, she's feeling guilty about it all. It's her friend. But I think more concerning is no one should ever find out. If you go to the police and say I slept with Gunnar Scott, they imprison you for five years in solitary to make you feel good. You're going to come around to Gunnar Scott. I'm not going to come around to him and he better not come around here. (laughs) Because I'll tell you, I will not break that girl code. Right, I've got to cancel next week's guest. Um, Raina is still trying to get sponsors. Um, No one's biting. No one's... uh, Often to, Who to sponsor. Who is she trying to get sponsors uh, from? Is it from uh, the rich people at the um, from the rich people at the at the um Angola match? Um, yeah, but who are these people? One of these people is yeah. chatting to Raina right now, and yeah, uh, and Tandy turns up, and he says to Tandy, "You know, I'm surprised you're here. It's one thing for Raina to be here, but you were the CFO. If anyone knows you're Daddy's secrets, it would be you." Um. And he says, you know, you won't have anyone opening checkbooks for you today. So there's there goes that whole idea. Whole day wasted on people who not who aren't gonna give you money. A What's day with big hats is not a day wasted. That's fair enough. He just said that, I believe. <laughs> um and Juliet is with Charlie, uh, half of um 
Charlie Vier. Whoa. Um, and she says, you know, I wouldn't have come if I knew it was you that invited me. Charlie said um, I wouldn't have come either. But... <laughs> she says, you've got a perfect a little lord, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and their lives could not be more different. Um, she says, why don't you go get your servant, feed you some grapes and leave me alone? And he says, well, that's that's a bit... Um, Stereotypical. Yeah. And she says, why? What, what did I get wrong? And he says, well, I didn't. I don't like grapes. <laughs> he's doing a joke. <laughs> I like him. He's funny. I don't like um, Charlie. Do you know why I don't like Charlie? Why? Last time I saw him, Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> oh, sounds funny at first. Um, and um, he says, you know, she says, well, Juliet says to him, why... Why do you have this obsession? What's what's going on? Why why do you like me so much? And he says, "You sent the car back." He says, "I I gave you a car. You sent it back. In a world oh, full yes. of people trying to get things off me, you sent it back." And he says, "I loved that." And but the horn goes could, off. And, and then, of course, how can he afford a car because he is the world's poorest individual? Uh, he probably stole it. Um, horn goes horn goes off. Horn goes off. And Juliet says, according to Wikipedia, that horn means the game's about to start. See, because she doesn't know much about this game, so she had to Wikipedia it. And according to Wikipedia, when you hear the cannon fire, that means that uh, someone's just been killed. Yes. At yeah. the end of the day, they'll go through in the sky, they'll project <laughs> all the uh, faces of those killed at the Pillow match. R.I.P. Woo. Rip through. Um, I did the three-finger salute. You just couldn't <laughs> see it on the other side of the backstage. Um... Luke Wheeler has come to talk to Deacon. Deacon Freak. Oh, um, Luke hands off the Wheeler. Yep, has come to talk to Deacon Freak and Claiborne. Um, would you get Freakin' with Claiborne? Oh, who wouldn't? Would you become Claiborne again? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> would you wash yourself in the waters of Claiborne? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> let him let him into your spirit. Luke says, Luke says his kids are. Whole... Luke says his kids are with his ex, um, and he says uh, he's glad to hear about Deacon making it through his accident, um, and he says, uh, "So uh, are you and Raina? Oh, here's Megan Vanoy, the lawyer, the lawyer. Yep. No time to finish that question. What was he going to ask about Raina? I wonder. Is she still dealing with Harvard Bean Counters? I'm sure." Maybe, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Megan Voynoy, lawyer, introduces herself, and uh, I've still got a stickler for the Luke hands of the Wheeler crack. <laughs> you know, machine Malkovich thing. It's just like because Deacon's just been in a terrible car accident, which has destroyed his career, um, and he's making to hands be fair, off not the just. It's been like six weeks. I think. I think. Three or four years is is the <laughs> healing process for okay, a traumatising career-ending car accident, my friend. <laughs> Fair enough. That, that makes sense, I suppose. The hands off the wheel is a little bit inappropriate. Um, well, Raina's day is not going very good at all. Um, even Teddy, her ex-husband, is avoiding her now. Theodore Conrad. Um, yep. Mr. Um, Mayor. But she's grateful that Tandy's there. Um... And um, she says, uh, you know, there's. she knows that there's no truth to what the old rich guy, Bill, said about Tandy. She noticed. Uh, about, yeah, about Tandy knowing this. Um, about Daddy. She noticed. Um, and Tandy starts to get a bit defensive. And she says, you know, I've, I've changed my life around. I've, and, you know, I, I gave our father. I mean, what? Nothing. I, I on on, on Christmas Day, she came out with, a, with an entire goose. As big as this kid. <laughs> I mean, the spirits are all night. Of course they did. Enough. They're spirits. Um, oh, it's bigger than Maddie. Well, now it's time for everyone to it's start. It's as step- Daphne, the eldest. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> now it's time for everyone to start stepping on divots, because that's the thing that happens in Polo. People go out and step on the divots that the horses now, made. Okay, Juliet's now, not doing that, though. No, no, no. These divots, these, these divot steppers, do they go out there on their own volition? Or were they invited up there? They were invited because it's better be, they better be individual invites to every single thing that oh, yeah. happens. This yeah. invitational. Yeah, it's I very don't want a single person to go up to another person and take a drink of them without being invited to. 
Um, well, Julia, yeah, Julia, yeah, it should be invitational only in this place. Julia, Julia refused the invitation. She she thinks it's ridiculous. It's a weird it's tradition. Um, they also, uh, you know, waggling their arms around like they're uh, chickens and go bark, bark, bark as they do it. It's very confusing. <laughs> and she says, um, these people aren't um, her kind of people when she, it's time for her to go, she thinks. But Charlie says to her, you know, they're not my kind of people any more than, you know, they are yours. Um, yeah, well, these people sound rich and Charlie is uh, excruciatingly yes. poor. And he says he's going to prove it if she sticks around a bit longer. Uh, by by taking out his pockets and revealing nothing inside except yes. moths. Yeah. Um, now, how do you afford those moths? Uh, look, they are on a IOU basis. Yeah. Well, who are um, Juliet's people? Juliet has no people. That's her problem. She needs to sort that out. Oh, she so she's Juliet Skywalker. She yes. She had Avery, but Avery's busy now because he's playing. Uh, <laughs> he's playing Nashville's biggest video game with uh, Scarlet. Um, this yeah, it's a very uh, interesting, you know, city-specific video game. Yeah, cowboy versus zombie. Very violent as well. It is very violent. I mean, Scarlet is kicking his ass. But to be it's fair, a PlayStation Scarlet, 3 game. Scarlet is the um is the cowboy and he's the zombie. So I think, you know, she's got the upper hand. Um, so um, the graphics on this were—it's an old game. It's classic. It's not that old a game. They were again well, wireless controllers. Yeah, but it's probably you're like saying they were on an emulator. emulator. Yeah, because they were talking about how she used to play every Sunday with uh, Zoe. That's oh, how okay. she managed to get so good. Are we sure it's uh, not like this is meant to be like a Redux version or uh, you know the the fifth in the franchise? No, I, I'd say they. I'd say they were revisiting the classic. You know. Bringing back that magic. Buying off the PS store and hoping it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, the controllers don't feel as good now. They've uh, added the analog stick <laughs> stuff going. It doesn't quite feel the same now. They've added the DualShock controls. Yeah. The rumble um, pads don't don't feel right. But if, you feel if, like you're if, actually if, killing a zombie now, and it just feels awkward. Avery's a sore loser, so he turns the TV off. He turns the TV off and loses <laughs> control of running, so the game's still winning. Yeah. At least you can't see what she's doing, but. Maybe he'll be able to win this way. Um, Not that he's touching the controller ever again in the scene. <laughs> and he says to her, you know, are you feeling any better about tonight? About the Bluebird? She says, yeah, I've played the Bluebird before, but just not in front of critics. That's what she's very What kind of critics? Nashville critics. What kind of critics? I'm confused. I remember. That's what I was asking. Oh, right. Yeah. She has like a specific line, which is negative towards critics. I don't know. I don't remember either. That's what, you should write this stuff down. Sorry, I didn't write that bit down because I was uh, I was too involved in Scarlet and Avery possibly getting back together. No. Because Scarlet says she's really proud of Avery. Why? And then he says he's proud of her. Why? He says she's coming, he says she's coming to her own. And, and do you know what it is? And it's last time we saw Avery with Scarlet, he was coming into someone else. So, <laughs> fuck him. And he says, he says she's coming into, in, into her own and he says it's sexy. And he says, did I say that out loud? And he, and he gives her a little kiss. And, well, she gives him a kiss, to be fair. Oh, no, don't instigate this. They want to be the new uh, Charlivia. Um, That's not well, as disgusting as the idea of Scarlet and Avery getting back together. <laughs> well, now we're back at the polo match, um, because this is another fucking ending polo match. Hold up a second. We're back there? Yep. So we left, and we just walked back in, did we? Yep. We, we got invited back. We in. got invited back. In. Thank yeah. you. Um, that goes without saying. I, I, no, I, I think invitations do not go without saying. They go with an invitation. <laughs> um, well, Deacon is uh, holding court with some people, and he's telling them all a funny joke, uh, funny drunk story from an alcoholic um, about uh, bumping into a cactus and realizing he wasn't in Kansas anymore. Um, it's a cactus now. Yeah. And he goes off to get a club soda and a sweet tea for him and his girl, uh, Megan Vinoy, lawyer. Uh, and Raina pops up at a bar. Is she a club soda girl or is she a sweet tea boy? I think he's a club soda girl guy. <laughs> and she's a sweet tea guy. She's a <laughs> sweet tea boy. Yeah. Um, but Raina turns up at the bar and uh, they have little awkward sort of like, hi, how's, how's things? And then... Megan Vinoy lawyer turns up and he kind of calls her over and he says, this is Megan Vinoy lawyer. Um, 
and she says how's your daughter doing because that's the only time i've really had any interaction with you was when you came and interrupted our date and talked about how your daughter was gone Missy. able yeah and she's like oh yeah she's doing great and you know it's great to meet you i've and definitely then, got um... tabs on her she's in this episode she's not gone missing <laughs> again <laughs> and then um and so um deacon just kind of quickly pulls uh Megan Vinoy, lawyer, away. And that's, that's the introduction. I think he's already pulled Megan Vinoy, the lawyer, at this point. Yeah. Touche. Touche. Um, well, guess who won the polo match? Oh, the polo match is over. Yeah, the polo match what? is over. We didn't get to see any horse action. I know. It's just like the opposite of luck. <laughs> but guess who won? Still, horses probably died on the shoot of this episode. <laughs> um, um, right, who, uh, who were playing? What team well, were playing? Charlie, Charlie and his team was playing. The Charles team. Yep. The poor people, the snobs. Yep. Who are they playing against, though? Oh, they were playing against the ones that lost. Oh, shit. Shit. Um, so who... Oh, the losers. So Idris Elba and Chris Evans and... Well, I was the <laughs> um, Yeah, well, Charlie, Charlie and his, Sorry, his Saldana, team... obviously. <laughs> Charlie Jeffrey and his Morgan. team uh, won the polo match, but Charlie's nowhere to be seen. Oh. Invite him up on stage, but he, he doesn't come up. Where, where is he? He's at the stable because he does this every time. He cleans up the stable because he's just that nicer guy. Because he's he has to pay rich. for... He's, not, <laughs> he's nowhere near... He's cleaning stables. Come on, he ain't rich. Um, he well, is he's heavy. <laughs> Don't wait, Shane. Um, I think I can do that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he's at the stable with Juliet and... Um, uh, his buddy Santiago gets a name mention. Says, "I'm Santiago." Just wanted to make that clear. And I, I, and this, this is. And I have some lines. And Charlie hands Santiago his guitar and says, "Go play something. Play something for us. Go, go away um, and play this music <laughs> whilst we, you know, have to clean up all of the horse manure." So he plays. Um, he plays an a cappella version of hypnotizing. Hypnotizing. Um, Hypnotizer. And uh, Juliet joins in. My favourite soft drink. And a harmonica comes into play. A bunch of guys just start watching their thing. Oh, yeah, Bob Dylan is here in the background, by the way. Let me check out this song. As Charlie watches on with uh, Love Heart Eyes, and, um, you know, you might say he's hypnotised. He steps his foot three times and goes, Awooga! And his heart pumps out from his chest. And boom, 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 boom. He is full Tex Avery. Basically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Which is weird because Chalivia is a couple. Well, now we're back with. Um, I've come around Avery. to Chalivia now. Oh, speaking of couples, we're back with Avery and Scarlet. And guess where they are? Oh, oh, oh. They're in bed. No! Avery. No, burn the bed. Kill it, Scarlet. Scarvery are in bed together. Um, so it'd be Scarvery. And he says, uh, is that a new perfume you've got? No, no, it's a new shampoo. Um, and he says, you should stay if you want to. Uh, yes, and she says... Immediately goes, no, because this didn't <laughs> actually happen. I, I was always fully clothed. I didn't consent. Nothing actually happened. We just decided to imagine what it would be like and said, no, this is a bad idea because you're a bad man. She says... Stick, um, stick to being a bugger boy, you barback blue burner. <laughs> Well, she says you're working tonight, so um, I'll... where's he working? At the at the barback. What's what's he at the, doing? At, at the bluebird as a barback. Sorry. No, he's <laughs> at, at the, no, he's at the barback. He's doing the bluebird. Yeah. Um. So she says, you know, you're working tonight, so I'll head out and I'll see you there. Boyfriend. Um, what? <laughs> I might have added that bit, but you you better not ever. Say but that. we all know what she what she was thinking, what she, she wanted to say to me, and I understand that. But um, when you're thinking about Scarlett, ever never put words into her <laughs> mouth or anything into her mouth. <laughs> the, the words come out of her mouth. She's a singer. <laughs> um, well, Juliet comes back uh, to the the rest of the group at the um, at the polo invitational. The rest of the group. Yep. Well, the rest of the people, the rest of the party, the rest of the um, invited. Yes. Invitees, um, no, the invited, oh, none, yes. of the un- none of the uninvited. We don't know, we don't like them. She comes back with Charlie, and Raina spots it and she says, Oh, I didn't know you were everything floats down there. She yeah. says, <laughs> and um, and uh, and Juliet says, What we're, we're good friends, what, what's the problem? Good and buddy, Raina says, No, no problem. She just says, You know, female fans don't really take to that kind of thing too well with him being 
married and you know um and she There's says you know what i heard you wanted <laughs> she says i heard you wanted scarlet to come on my tour and uh hell no to that so fuck you and walks away um scarlet meanwhile is that the bluebird scarlet's at the bluebird it who, who else is at the bluebird though Zoe's at the bluebird. No. Yeah. No, that's not who I'm referring to. Who are you referring to? Bungalow boys. The barback no. bluebird people. No, no. No, just Scarlet and Zoe at the moment. I think you'll find Avery is somewhere around there because oh. Avery is in Scarlet. <laughs> um, no, I think it's just Scarlet well, and probably Zoe. Probably Gunner is in Zoe, so you know. They're Scarlet. carrying around the weight of the horrors. It's just Scarlet and Zoe, because Scarlet says to Zoe, I slept with Avery. Exactly, you see. Um, and he's, he's in Zoe, there, he's somewhere. And Zoe says, hey, well, you know, no judgment from me, just remember High that. High five, I fucking and... got her. <laughs> so, he says, so he says, I'm not, I'm not I judging. <laughs> she oh, says, whoppers. She says, you got no judgment from me. Just just remember that if you ever hear about anything about me and Donna uh, or something, I don't know. Uh, anyway, bye. Go, Code. Uh, and, um, and she says, well, did you do it because you were just, you know, pre-show nerves or what? And she says, <laughs> Scarlet says, I don't know. She says it felt like home. Oh. It feels like home. His penis feels like home. Oh. Oh. Um, and now we know home is Deacon Claiborne's <laughs> house. Well, back at the uh, polo so party. So penis feels like a Deacon Claiborne household without a sue. Um, <laughs> back at the party, um, at the polo party, polo invitational party. Thank you. We've got um, to get invited there. Um, Juliet spots Charlie and Olivia having a little fight because Olivia doesn't like being here. Being called Charlivia <laughs> and Charlie doesn't like, you know, being poor. No and uh, Olivia gives uh, Charlie a smack around the face. What? And she says she doesn't care about these people. And does does she call him a big disgrace? Because <laughs> he's kicking his can all over the place. Because he hasn't got anything else. That's the only toy these poor people have. <laughs> um, but yeah, Olivia doesn't care about these people. And she's going to take the jet and fuck off. Um, wow. And How she, is she going to do that? They she won't have one. <laughs> she walks off and she sees Juliet and she's like, Oh, my buddy, Juliet, I care about you. My buddy. Um, uh, Avery, meanwhile, uh, is at the Bluebird now, and he's with Zoe, and he realizes. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Scarlet, Scarlet told Zoe, um, and he tells Zoe that he wants to give it another shot with Scarlet. How give cute! It another shot, as in Dream like, Team back together again. No, everyone's favorite. I used to be. I again. used to be Scarlet and Avery forever, and then Avery decided to say, "You know what? I've got other people I want to hang out with." So uh, Avery never and uh, Scarlet forever. She well, who would you match? Who would match um, Scarlet up with then? Um, Scarlet's clone, parallel dimension Scarlet. They can be two Scarlets who are best friends and forever platonically entwined. <laughs> they, they help each other up. Whatever wall they need to climb, they can climb together that way. Okay, two Scarlets against the world. Uh, and the rest of us lay at their, at their feet to help them because, you know, we are just going to be subservient to our queen. <laughs> well, she's back with Avery, so never mind. No, um, no I am not happy with this. Avery. Um, oh, you made it worse. How did you do that? <laughs> um, Deacon and Megan Vanoy Lawyer are together and uh, Megan Vanoy Lawyer. Thanks You're not going to give a couple names of these two? No, because they're they're too professional for that. She's a lawyer. Thank you. She, how um, do you know? <laughs> I think she's mentioned it. Um, we know this. <laughs> um, she thanks Deacon for coming today. And she says, you know, at least you got to see your buddy Luke and uh, and that Rainer girl. And speaking of whom... No, no, no. What's seemed... Luke's name? Sorry. Luke Wheeler. Um, sorry, no. Wheeler. Luke hands off the wheeler. <laughs> yeah. Um, Car crash, buddy. Well, she says, speaking of uh, that Rainer girl, she says, it seemed like you pulled me away from her. Um, she says, it's okay if you felt awkward and it's, you know, it's okay, it doesn't bother me. 
Um, and... It's not your fault, she says. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> and he says, it really doesn't bother you, does it? And she says, well, as you'd say, nope. And he says, well, do you want to spend the night? And she says, like like last night? And he's... And, uh, she says, well, she as says, you say. As you say, yep. Oh, oh, twist. Talk about a little twist. Well, here, we're, we're back now, in Bluebird. Now, now, if you go to the Queen Claiborne's Wikipedia, does it have famous quotes? Nope. And yep. 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 And um, Luke hands off the wheeler, got involved <laughs> directly into Deacon's infamous car crash. Well, we're back in the Bluebird. Hey. With Avery. And um, just, you cheered, just, as I said, Avery. Just, no, um, I cold myself. While, while, I, while I said Avery. Immediately I heard the word A. Um, and he can't keep his eyes off Scarlet. And neither can Zoe. Um, well, well, Donna no, chats that's to her. kind of the point, because she is the star. She is the star. Um, and and um, though theoretically stars, you're not meant to keep your eye on, you're meant to avert your eyes because they illuminate so much power that you can't even withhold it in your human body. She is a corporeal uh, form that uh, illuminates everything in the world. Well, Raina comes by, comes by to uh, introduce Scarlet to some people, some uh, USA Today and Country Weekly writers. Country Weekly? You see, USA Today is like, okay. I mean, that's probably based around aliens reported in Nashville, but also <laughs> this musical thing. But Country Weekly. Mm. This guy has... There's only one way to describe it. A great big bushy beard. Well, yeah. Speaking of big things, um, someone with a great big cowboy hat to stand up. Luke Wheeler. Luke hands off Wheeler. I was Happy. hoping it was Will Lexington. No, alas. Wait, it's um, in Alaska. Yes. Yeah, he's getting to check. Coming back. Um, When's he coming back? And he's going to have a relationship with Avery now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And Gunner. If yeah, there's only one person I want in the whole of Nashville to make love to Gunner, and that's Ted. Well, speaking speaking of uh, Gunner and people who make love to Gunner, uh, Zoe turns up and speaks to Gunner, and she says, "Look, I really need to speak to you." He says, "And he says, "Uh, I'm a bit busy right now." Because, you know, he's working. Um, and she says, well, how about later? And he says, okay, yeah, five minutes, a bit later. But not he's right now. He's so bad. He's just bad. He's a bad he's boy. He's just a bad human. He's not a bad boy. He's not like he's, he's out of the country. Boy. He's a bad human. He's, he's, <laughs> he's bad at being a human. And he can't chalk it up to, my, my brother died. He can chalk it up to, I'm a bad human who suck. <laughs> um, well, Juliet has turned up at the hotel that Charlie's at. Great. Um, what hotel? The hotel that Charlie's at. The Charlie can't show the hotel. <laughs> it was probably gifted to him. People feel sorry for him. She's feeling sorry for him. She's just gifted the entire hotel. Um, it's a hobo hotel. Did you ever go to a hobo hotel, by the way, when you were a teenager? No. Or a kid, you like, I want to go on a hobo hotel tonight. Just hang out with some friends <laughs> or something. No, I was never that kind of kid. You weren't a hobo hotel kid? Were you a RuneScape no. kid? Nope. Were you a club penguin boy? Nope. What were you doing on the internet? You'll never know. Rotten.com? What? Rotten.com? Do not no. search it. No. I don't I don't even want to know what that is. Um, but <laughs> you yeah. notice. Um, Juliet uh, is feeling sorry for Charlie. Um, Lemonparty.com? No. <laughs> and um, she says, you know, she had fun with him today and she says she saw him with Olivia. And he says, well, that's what my life's been like for oh, five years. Old, old dick. And she says, oh, poor little rich boy. Um, Doesn't sound that reference. And she says, well, I want to work with you on the music festival that you've signed me up for, uh, that we're doing for Teddy. And he says, well, I've got a penthouse all to myself. What? Why don't we have, why don't we have a uh, planning meeting right now? <laughs> and he leaves her a key. Ooh, I don't think there's going to be much planning going on. Why? Is it already set in motion? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something's going to be set in motion. What? Um, well, we'll find out in a second, but for no, now... I'm it's, asking uh... you now. I'm asking you now. What the fuck? We, give me we information. don't know yet. Johnny, now, I'm asking you to give me information. I'll tell you right now. It's Bluebird <laughs> performance time. Scarlet is up on stage. And oh, I hope she's singing a song about how she's the best and no one else needs to be around. She's, she's singing a song called Every Time I Fall in Love. What do you think about this one? 
it's lovely. This is an exceptionally beautiful song, it's and I hate gorgeous that that's being used. I hate that this is being used right now because I do not like its uh, construction in the storyline because Why? it involves not her looking in the mirror and going, she's falling in love with herself and understanding herself. No, she's but that's people staring at up. Avery. She's staring at fucking Avery. <laughs> Um, people are falling in love while she's singing because uh, Deacon and are Megan, they? my lawyer, are getting it on. on they're the not sofa. falling in love, they're getting it on. Um, that is not the fact of love is not actually falling in love. I should stress that enough. Juliet and Otherwise, Charlie, I'd have uh, been in love at least once. <laughs> Juliet and Charlie. Uh, Juliet and Charlie are getting it on in bed in the penthouse. Wait, who? Um, Juliet? Juliet and uh, half, half of Olivia. Um Zoe. Catches Gunner backstage at the Bluebird. Um, and she says, look, I've changed my mind. Um, I I changed my mind. Everything, Ignore everything I said earlier. About oh, ignore the potent information in which I don't like you. Yeah. And he says, okay, well, what does that mean? And she says, it means you should kiss me right now, you idiot. Because oh. girl that's up on stage, she's not going to see a thing. Oh. She's busy. And girl they have code, a kiss. bro. Girl code. Um, the... Uh, the song ends. Mayna gets to introduce Scarlet to uh, Luke Wheeler. Hands um, off the Wheeler. Um, Hands off the wheel. Avery uh, comes up to Scarlet and he gives her a big hug and he congratulates her. And um, he says, I was hoping you might have some thoughts on what happened earlier. And she what says, well, earlier? they have sex. No. <laughs> she, she's a perfect vision of wonder, and uh, only those who are truly worthy get to even be in the vicinity of her. And she says, um, well, we don't need to figure it out right now because um, we've got some time. It's not like she's going on tour tomorrow. So, you know, they've got some time to work out their relationship and, and make it stronger. Because that's what they deserve. They deserve. No, no Avery doesn't deserve happiness. Um... Luke and Raina are leaving the Bluebird, and she says, you know, thanks for coming along. Um, would you possibly want Scarlet to be your opening act on your tour? And he says, come here a second. Nope. He gives her a kiss. And uh, he says, look, I'm going to say yes, because Scarlet's talented. But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't looking forward to seeing you out on the road. It's adorable. I don't think Luke Wheeler's a very... Uh good human being because when Rayner's going up to introduce him to the critics because you know these guys he doesn't even look up and goes yeah of course I do yeah hi <laughs> doesn't even take a step to look and register who these critics might be because he's immediately he's, like yeah sure I know eyes for Rayner. yeah but he's not even eyes for Rayner. he's eyes on the ground at that point because it's a quick shot to say look this is action happening whilst uh, we're going to move to you know Gunner whatever um... so bad, bad form Luke Wheeler doesn't care for critics and as a former critic i don't care for luke wheeler well now we need a, a big uh, finale moment uh, no i'm pretty sure we've had everything um we're back at penthouse with scarlet in the throes of passion with um how how how, how deep in the throes of passion would you say pretty deep fully naked oh yeah well um, no she has me? a bra on doesn't she fully but... underwear yeah yeah it's um, tv safe baby but um uh who who would come into the penthouse but the other half Daddy? of Charlivia. Daddy? Olivia. Oh. And she sees it all. Do you know why she came out. in, though? Why? Couldn't, have, couldn't afford a lock. Yeah. Oh, they're poor. Um, they're the world's poorest couple. So she walks in, sees what's going on. And sees that there's a, a woman who's able to afford clothes. And it's like, <laughs> what? This is how you're meant to do it? With clothes on? I can't afford clothes. I can't compete with this. And she walks out. And now she knows. She noticed. She knows. <laughs> Olivia is now... She noticed. And that is season two, episode six. It must be you. That's it? It That's must it be. really? Um, yeah. I mean, not much in terms of music, but, uh, you know, just, um, just three, a... Three songs. One full song. Uh, well, we get Deacon on the piano, we get Scarlet on the uh, vocals, and we get Juliet in the stables. <laughs> with <laughs> with oh, the and... lead pipe. <laughs> Four songs then, because we've got to include a Gunner's song that we hear the end of. Nope. Yeah, no, we don't hear. We don't hear that. It's a great song. I, don't, I, I did not register Gunner ever opening his mouth. <laughs> well, and certainly not ever closing his mouth around the lips of another person ever. <laughs> Where can we find you to um to suggest more great Gunner Scott songs? <laughs> I will tell you. Every week it always ends up with you trying to send people to be Gunner based. Yeah. And I don't like the vitriol of Gunner. <laughs> And uh, I'm glad there aren't any Gunner stands listening. 
Clearly. So that's at move at uh, Ethan Runt. No, it's at movie underscore bad for me. If you don't like what I have to say, if you like what Jody has to say, that's at uh, Ethan Runt. At Ethan Runt to uh, with with all your Gunnar Scott recommendations. With all your spoilers for Natural, because uh, Jody's seen every episode, so you can just tell him spoilers <laughs> at Ethan Runt. No, no, no problem. No problem. Um, you can email us at bluebirdpod at hotmail um, You can find us on bluebird underscore pod on Twitter and on uh, bluebird pod on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook and Facebook.com slash Bluebird Pod. Yep. Or search Bluebird Pod on there. You'll find it as well. It's, it's pretty easy systems. It is. It You're is. There. Um, and join us next week. We don't need to send you an invite. It's not invitational. It's just a podcast. I mean, it kind of is invitational. It is invitational. We, are, but we it's, invite it's, you to download and, uh, we invite you, and to but we don't have to review and subscribe on uh, Stitcher or iTunes or Spotify or wherever you invite. find your podcasts. Because everyone's tell, tell tell people about us. If you're in the Nashville community, and by Nashville community I mean the fans of Nashville the show, tell us. If you're on uh, Reddit R slash Nashville, hey, post on there. It's completely inappropriate because it's actually about the the <laughs> city of Nashville. But hey, do that because uh, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Indeed. Get the word out there. Tell no. all your friends. Tell all the fans. Tell all the cast members of Nashville and the creators of Nashville. Just get this going. Let's let's. I mean, it'd be cool if this became a thing as opposed to us just sitting alone backstage at the Bluebird waiting for something to happen. You're just if, waiting for Gunnar Scott. Never. We all know but, it. We all know it. You, you do notice. not know this. How notice. dare you? Gunnar, no. No, I'm waiting for Deacon to be freaking. We know this. I want him to get freaking with me. Born. <laughs>